When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to No Filler. I'm Travis. And I'm Quentin. And for this month's What You Heard, we're kicking things off with a brand new single from Narrowhead. This song is called Twin. bit surprised that that was fantastic yeah if you've been listening to this podcast for a while now um you should be uh no stranger to narrowhead because they've been featured pretty consistently since i think 2020 maybe 2019 i don't remember when i stumbled upon um their record satisfaction but once i did i i've been obsessed like ever since really they're a band from houston so they are texas natives and as you kind of heard from that song they have essentially brought back that 90s alt rock grunge they're kind of like they're a perfect mashup of 90s shoegaze grunge and like the alt like everything about 90s rock i feel like like all the different 90s rock sounds like they have essentially like combined into into their own sound you know what i mean because you hear bits and pieces from so many different 90s rock bands yeah i mean 
like all the bands that we've been covering the last couple months, you know, like you can hear bits and pieces of that and their sound. And for those of you tuning in for the first time, we've been diving into shoegazy alt rock from the 90s for, I mean, pretty much this entire year. That's right. Our main focus has been that. And yeah, like sonically, they're very, they're more like shoegazy, you know, they've got like sonically it's shoegaze, but, but the guitar riffs and, and all that are very grungy and yeah, man, they're, they're, they're doing it right. Yeah. Well, they, I mean, when they first hit the scene, they, they got a lot of comparison to hum. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think their sound has, has, uh, maybe they've come into their own a little bit, uh, you know, since their, their, their first like EPs and stuff, they came out with a full length album back in 2020 called 12th house rock, which was on our best 2020 uh rankings uh, you know pretty high up there probably for me like that was probably one of my top five songs and then this is their first new song since then and um let me read their instagram post that accompanied this because this gives us some clues here as to maybe why this song came out and you know a lot of people are wondering does this mean a whole new album's coming up blah 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 but uh this is what they said on their instagram this song is dedicated to our texas family and the people we cherish who are no longer with us. So this could be, if you read the lyrics and interpret them a certain way, this could be a song about the Uvalde shooting and the family's loss and stuff like that. You know, a Texas tragedy, right? This is a Texas band. Yeah. Um, so so this could have just been a very like spur of the moment kind of recording. Yes. It could be just a one-off single, uh, you know, could, could mean this, uh, you know, another record coming. I mean, it's been two years. Um, I'm sure they have a lot of new material, right? So, but this could just be a one-off single, but either way. So yeah, Narrowhead, one of my favorite bands to come out in the last decade, hands down. Um, go check out their record satisfaction for starters, and then check out 12th house rock after that. All right. So this is our, what you heard for June. And if you've never heard one of our, what you heard episodes, it's pretty simple. We each bring five tracks, to the table it could be any genre any decade it's as the name implies what we've been listening to the last month basically since we last did a what you heard episode uh so always a blast this is just our we, we call it our monthly mixtape right so i'm pumped dude i'm bringing stuff from several different decades it's uh it's all kind of it all kind of flows well together so We'll see if you can change it up a bit or if we're going to be just kind of hanging out in the same mood tonight. Most of my stuff uh, is from the last like two years. So yeah, I'm, I'm bringing a lot of brand new tracks, but yeah, I've got, I've got some doozies for us, man. This is going to be a good episode for sure. Yeah. I'm excited. All right. Well, yeah, let me kick things off, dude. But before we do, let's take a quick break. All right, last month you started us off, which means I'm starting us off this month. That's how we do it. And I've actually got I've got two songs to play. Now hear me out on this cue. The first song is only a minute twenty seconds long. Okay. Okay. I'm not trying to hog the airwaves. Here. <laughs> That's all right. Dude. But I really wanted to show both of these songs. I couldn't pick one, and this band really kind of surprised me when I heard them. So this is a group called Bar Italia. 
And from what I can tell, it's two members, or at least two singers. And they have a very, they, they really kind of remind me of this band, this group called Bowery Electric, which I played a song from theirs on a watch a long time ago. But they're um, kind of like a shoegaze band. Yeah, I'm familiar with them. Yeah, it was good stuff. But like not your traditional shoegaze sound. Like they were very slow is kind of what you think of, like a monotone, the voice. Mm-hmm. But also would incorporate like electronic beats and stuff into their music. Anyway, let me just play a couple of these tracks here. So uh, they put out a record in 2020 called Quarrel. I'm going to play two tracks off of this record. Here's the first track for you. This song is called Sky Lenny. awesome dude i loved it i think when it's done right those kind of like back and forth duos are always yeah enjoyable to me yeah what had me what had me kind of hooked on this was was the the, the drum beat that melody like the, the beat and stuff was really so simple catchy. yeah yeah all right let me play the next track here so this will give you the full picture cue so this song is called mariana trench rock
Very unique. And like, I, I like how angular the, 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 the music is, you know, like, especially that last song, it's kind of relentless, kind of like stabbing note there that just kind of carries the whole thing. And the, yeah, they do a great job taking things away, bringing it back. One of our favorite things. One of our favorite things, dude. And keeping it simple. Another favorite of ours. And yeah, keeping it simple. So anyway, if you like that, there's a chance you'll like some of the Bowery Electric stuff. Um, it's a little bit of an older band, but kind of the same vein, I think. All right, Q, I'm going to throw it at you. What is your first pick for us? All right, man, I've got something that's going to go great with that. Um, first off, I need to give a shout out to the members of Mama. Do you remember that band? I brought one of their tracks um, a few What You Heard's ago. It's this um, pop punk kind of duo. Um, it's these two friends. I imagine they're, they're close friends. Um, it's just a duo. And um, it's, it's Etta Friedman and Allegra Weingarten. And they've been releasing stuff over the last few years they're they're working on releasing a uh full length anyways um i've mentioned this before and i continue to find great music this way uh checking out artist playlists on spotify so you know it's just playlists that artists of uh, that members of a certain group put together and both of the members of mama have their own separate playlists one says Etta's playlist, the other says Allegra's playlist. And man, their taste in music is super similar to ours, dude. It's good stuff. Uh, I'm going to play a song. The The first song that shows up on Allegra's playlist, this is a group called Pet Shimmers. And very similar vibes as, as what you just brought, dude. Um, they are kind of a collaborative. They have like two core members but they kind of bring in artists i guess that's kind of the vibe i'm getting from from what i'm reading here just very like you know hey if you want to you want to hop on this album come join us you know there's kind of um there's kind of a collective again thanks to thanks to allegra weingarten for this track so this is from an album of theirs that came out in 2020 called face down and meta this song is called Supernatural Teeth.
just a solid uh, indie track right there. Reminds me of the stuff that we would play on on um, on New Dust, our old music blog. Yeah, man, really, really different. And they're man, they are kind of all over the place. Really, really unique stuff that they're that they're coming out with now. So I purposely did not play a song from their latest release, which just dropped like last week. It's just two more songs because I have a feeling they're going to be working on dropping a, a full length pretty soon. And I got to save that for, for our best of the year. Cause I, I've got a good feeling about, about these guys. So what would you classify that as like bedroom pop or something? Well, if you, if you listen to more of their stuff, it's a little more out there. It's kind of like a more poppy, more structured, like melodically kind of animal collective. Yeah. That's what I was thinking too. Like, I mean, in the world of like indie music, yeah, you, know, you could throw them in the same camp as Animal Collective, right? Right, yeah, experimental kind of, yeah, dude, yeah, it's it's good stuff, playful, man. yeah, cool. Thanks to freaking Allegra, dude, for for dropping a playlist on Spotify. I mean, if there's anybody that you should that you should listen to, you know, like a somebody who's going to make a playlist on Spotify, like it's always a good idea to if a musician that you love has a playlist, like yeah. There's probably going to be some crossover. Yeah, dude. You know, stuff that you both like. So what's great is, so I've listened to to a good chunk of both of their playlists, and they also have a Mama Selects, so it's both of them contributing. Um, That's cool. And what's great about it is you can hear the influences that these artists that they put in their playlists have on their style of pop punk. So it's really cool to hear that, you know, because you can, you can just kind of imagine them getting inspired by by these songs um so yeah man if you are a big fan of an artist and you want to you know kind of dive into to like their influences and music that they like chances are they've got some sort of playlist tied to their page on spotify so always a good thing to keep in mind if you're if you're looking for for more jams so again that was pet shimmers the song was supernatural teeth pass it back to you Trav. what you got I'm going to change things up a little bit here and play something instrumental. Uh, don't remember how I stumbled upon this guy. Um, it could have been in my release radar on Spotify because this artist put out a single like within the last two weeks. Uh, but he goes by the name Arp. His name is Alexis Georgopoulos. Uh, and it sounds like he is like a bona fide producer, composer. He's a New York-based musician. And I'm going to read from his Spotify bio here. He explores the liminal space between ambient bass music and experimental music. So kind of techno-y, electronic-y, right? Uh, but he has like composed music for like museum. Like he's been commissioned to make music for museum. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, like exhibits and stuff, installations, right? Uh, so, you know, this guy's the real deal, right? Um, as far as like... You know, he's got cred, right? I'm going to play a track off of his album, Zebra. came out in 2018. And before I play the song, I'm going to read from the Pitchfork Review here. It says here that the record is a pulsing, eclectic, wonderfully breezy album of ethereal psychedelia. Whoa. I like all those things. What more do you need to hear, dude? I like all those things. So here we go. This song is called Fluorescences. 
Yeah, sometimes nothing nothing beats that kind of electronic music, dude. And there's so much good stuff out there in that vein. Yeah, I mean, this year we've kind of shied away from it because we've been so focused on, like, 90s shoegaze and stuff like that. 90s alt-rock. Also, you're going to have to excuse the sound of the lawnmower outside. Uh, but, yeah, we love electronic music, down-tempo. Uh, we had, I think, a month of it. Maybe last At year least. we did, like, a month straight yeah. of, of it uh, where we cover some of our favorite artists kind of in that wide world, right? So... I'm going to say one more. Here's another review of one one line sentence from some some publication called Inverted Audio. Uh, if you need more convincing to listen to this record, uh, they say the results are as captivating as they are unique. With each track a gem, a life affirming joy from start to finish. Nice. So there you go. Uh, yeah, this record uh, really really eclectic like there's some jazz elements in there uh he's kind of all over the map which you know when you look at his his you know his resume like there's no no uh no surprise that he can kind of pull in from different genres and stuff and like we talked about that with down tempo musicians like to be a successful down tempo artist or electronic artist i feel like you have to be pretty well disciplined in a bunch of different genres of music you know because you're going to be taking and incorporating all those things into like a single song and making it sound you know cohesive and stuff right so yeah anyway so again that record is called zebra by an artist that goes by the name harp and i just read about this here part two he's basically doing a follow-up to zebra is what's coming out this year so he's put a a couple new singles out uh the record's going to be called new pleasures all right q throwing it back at you what you got for us all right man so i've got a track so i wasn't planning on playing more than one artist that i discovered on allegra's playlist but uh this this track uh pairs beautifully with the electronic music that you just played it's what you've been hurting dude it is man so shout out again to allegra from mama for turning me on to this artist named rick Quevas, Quevas, I don't know how to say that, but I'm just going to read his little blurb on Spotify here. It says, I am a longtime San Francisco Bay Area resident and independent musician and recording artist. As of May 2022, I have 20 solo albums, and I'm a founding member of the 1980 art band Zru Vogue, along with Andrew Lawrence Jackson, who also has many, many solo albums. So Can I just say that I love that it, the bio is from, it's from, from his own words. Like I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. That just makes me I feel like I'm I feel like I know the guy. <laughs> right. Right. Um so twenty sol- solo albums. Yeah. So he's been around for, for a while. He's right? been around the he's block, just really dude. prolific. He's been around the block. Yeah, that's cool that he he uh yeah, he was he's from the eighties as far as like been been in the biz since the eighties at least, right? That's yeah, cool. and and he mentions that band Zru Vogue never heard anything from them so i'll probably dive into them uh an art band from 1980 uh but i'm gonna bring a track from a single uh i didn't really dive in too deep to see if this ever pops up on on any of his full-length albums or not but this is from 1984 oh okay and you're gonna love this dude Mm, uh this song is called the birds
I can see how that's a good a good follow-up to to that arp track that i played it's kind of in the same same kind of you know like easy kind of listening uh floating kind of kind of vibe you know what i mean yeah well an arp is is you know possibly using older you know vintage synth gear yeah to get a certain sound rick cuevas here is is og you know (laughs) He was doing yeah, I was gonna say I, I feel like he may have uh, may have relied too much on that delay effect there, but it was the eighties. So, <laughs> anyway. I was reminded of the cleaners from Venus. Remember that artist I brought? Oh, yeah. Uh huh. Which was you know doing the same kind of stuff, producing his own stuff, doing that kind of synth stuff. Uh, I can't remember what the term was, but there was like this kind of underground scene. Uh, it was like a tape mixtape underground where they release their own stuff and they had these channels of, of ways to get their stuff out. Anyways, reminded me of him. That's, that's the indie culture, man. Yeah. So again, that was Rick Cravas. I've, I've uh, flip-flopped on how to pronounce his name multiple times. But well, you know what? You probably got it right one of those times. I'm feeling good about Cravas. Cravas. Yeah, me too. It does sound, <laughs> sounds, it sounds right. And that was, again, a song of his from 84 called The Birds. All right, dude, I'll pass it back to you. What you been hearing? All right, Q. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to crank it up a little bit here uh, with the, with the, the, the I don't want to say aggression, but because um, this is not a metal song. Don't worry. I know okay. you were scared for a second. I wouldn't say scared, but, you know, I'm expecting it at this Just point. up in the tempo a little bit here. I'll okay. say that. Cool. So, speaking of playlists who i can credit for turning me on to this i've been following this playlist for years and it's pretty cool it's called ghostly at work oh yeah i've, I've got that in, in my list you follow that too so every once in a while so uh okay let me let me back up so ghostly international is a pretty well-known record label and they they put out you know mostly electronic music right um but they have this playlist, like I said, called Ghostly at Work, and employees of Ghostly, like people who work there, add periodically to this playlist. Like it basically, it's just a, a collaborative playlist that people who work there can just add and remove songs to, which is really cool. They also have Ghostly at Rest. You familiar with that? Oh, dude? that's cool. And Ghostly cool. Productivity. Oh, uh, love it. <laughs> anyway, so I. Uh, Sometimes I'll just pull up the, the playlist and hit shuffle and just see what I hear, right? Because I, you know, these guys are working for, you know, one of my favorite record labels. Chances are I'm gonna I'm gonna like a lot of the stuff that they that they play, right? Uh, anyway, so this song, like the first thing I was reminded of, and I guess I should clarify why I was reminded of this person, but because um, it's not two very different styles, but dry cleaning. Right, the artist oh, yeah. that I played a, a track from from her a few or from the band a few months ago, yeah, I think. Spoken word, 
indie stuff. But where I was really, yeah, really kind of impressed with how different her, her delivery was, right? Very spoken word, like train of thought almost kind of lyrics, right? Yeah, that, that made it on our best of 2021 list. That's right, yeah. So this artist, her name is Sinead O'Brien, and she has another very interesting kind of way that she delivers her lyrics and stuff. I was kind of taken aback when I heard this song, and I'm curious what you think. You, I think you're going to love it. This song is off of her brand new EP called Multitudes, and this song is called There Are Good Times Coming. Not the time for subtlety. Hear me roar, feel me breathe. I am the power of double my strength. Throw a coin in the fountain, a curse in your name, a praise in vain of kindness. There are good times coming. I saw shakes the earth here on which I walk. Crowd calls crisscross across the railroad track. Crowd calls shakes the earth here on which I. caught off guard by it i feel like yeah yeah that to me had a yeah yeah vibe that french pop uh bubblegum pop kind of stuff that was happening in the 60s 
Yeah. Kind of reminded me of that. Very playful and fun. Yeah. And there was definitely some like psychedelic vibes to it a little bit. Um, but what I like about, you know, sometimes it's it's good to go to the Bandcamp page to see the tags, the mm-hmm. genres that they put on. Because like this is the artist or the label at least telling you what how they classify them, right? Right. That way you're not relying on Wikipedia and shit. Uh, so the, the tags that they use for this record, alternative, rock, poetry. So I like that. Nice. Poetry, you know, that's yeah. what that's what this is, which is why it kind of reminded me of, of dry cleaning. Um, anyway, like when I when I heard it, I was just like, man, this is this is different. You know, and I really it's catchy as hell, you know, it's just one of those banger tracks. Right. Yeah. Anyway, it's great. So that's and again, her name was Sinead O'Brien. That record is called Multitudes. There's a few tracks on it. Um, but yeah, anyway, thank you to whoever works at Ghost Leader National who put that track on their playlist because I've been, I really have been hurting it lately, dude. I've been, I've been playing that song a lot. It's been uh, on heavy rotation, as they say. All right, Q, I'm going to throw it back to you. What do you got for us? All right, dude, I'm going to go with this band called Swallow. Now, this is another one of those moments, dude, where I was like, of course this came out in the 90s, and it's blowing <laughs> my freaking mind. Uh, I would say we could do a whole episode on this group. This is another okay. shoegazy band. I'm, I'm pretty sure I, I discovered this artist and album on the shoegaze subreddit, uh, but they are actually, I don't really see much about them. You know what? doesn't matter who cares about their bio dude let's just play the song yeah um, let's just get into let's it let's just get into it dude so this is a what more do you need to know 90s band 90s band shoegaze grungy stuff this album is called blow came out in 92 again the band is called swallow mm-hmm. and this song is called cherry stars collide
That was interesting there at the the last little bit that you played. It almost sounded like a theme park carousel. I knew you were gonna go that something. route, dude. I knew you were thinking it in your head. Kind of creepy. Yeah, I agree. I liked it. Yeah, Kinda, really cool. I know. love how dark that song is. Yeah, that, yeah. That bass line is dope. You know that that, that yeah. keeps keeps repeating over and over. Yeah, that that vocal style again. I would I would um, I would recommend Bowery Electric. Um, and you guys, I'm sorry, I'm sorry for the noise. I know you guys can probably hear that, but uh, but yeah, um, that kind of slow monotone vocal delivery mm-hmm. like works really well for shoegaze for whatever reason yeah but that but that song could have came out like over the last few years you know there's there's so much music yeah, still sure. coming out that that has that vibe um, uh-huh. <laughs> let's just wait a second All right, man. So again, that was a group called Swallow. That song was called Cherry Stars Collide. Pass it back to you, brother. That would be a great shoegaze band name right there, too. Cherry Stars. All right. Um, this is hands down my favorite record so far this year that I've stumbled upon. Uh, this album blew me away. And... Credit goes again to somebody on the shoegaze subreddit, but I would not call this a shoegaze band. I guess it's a label you could you could attribute to them, but they, they have a lot more to their sound, I think, than, than what you may associate with shoegaze. So let me just read a little bit of their bio here. This is a band originally from Tijuana. They're based in Mexico City. They're called Mint Field. Of course, Q, at the, at the front is front woman, Estrella del Sol is her name. She does vocals and guitar. Sebastian Naira on bass and Calum Brown on drums. So it's a three-piece. And I think this kind of sums it up right here. Mint Field explores the nostalgia and the melancholy of daily life with loud guitars and vocals that are like sighs that give life to unique and supernatural shoegaze. Color me intrigued. So supernatural shoegaze is interesting. Um, I would say that they're what I think of is more, and I know these are two of the same two sides of the same coin, but more dream pop. But I like that they use the word supernatural because there is kind of a, a quality like that to, to this music. It's very ethereal. There's there's elements of psychedelic in there and kind of like lo-fi. But man, dude, this record is amazing. Awesome. So this is uh, this record came out in 2020. I'm gonna probably butcher this but it's called sentimiento mundial oh no whatever dude (laughs) sentimiento mundial mundial Uh, i don't know mundial anyway sorry yeah i I can't help you out there sorry (laughs) luckily though i can i can pronounce the song name here we go this is track two the song is called natural
Loved it, man. They're kind of like a psychedelic sound carriers. Interesting. But minus like that, uh, you know, Kish kind of 60s pop vibe that sound carriers had. It's getting very similar vibes in like the recording and the way that, you know, the the drumming and, and stuff like that. Yeah, really great. And that's the thing, like that was a very soft, kind of pretty song, right? They do crank the fuzz up and the distortion up here and there. They, they use it very like sparingly, but like to great effect. Uh, it was very, very difficult for me to choose between this song and the title track to the record. Um, but I just felt that that natural had some more like, I don't know, showcased her as a singer quite a bit. Uh, and she has such a beautiful voice, right? Like a great singing voice. I always think of like Elizabeth Fraser, right? When you listen to Mezzanine, like her voice on the few tracks that she appears on, appears on, is such a great contrast to the stuff that the really kind of aggressive, kind of in-your-face electronic music that Massive Attack does, right? Right. Yeah. Um, and sometimes with like a singer like Australia, like yeah, it provides this great contrast. Now this song actually complements it perfectly. It's not actually a contrast at all because it's a very soft, beautiful song. But throughout the record, like I was saying, there's moments where they, they really kind of crank up the fuzz and stuff. It's a great contrast, right? Anyway, that I can't recommend highly enough to go check out that record. I just gave you one song. Uh, but again, that band is called Mint Field, and the record is called Sentimiento Mondial. Maybe. I think it was a solid effort, dude. I appreciate it. You know, that's my my butchered pronunciation of the <laughs> of the album name. But anyway, all right, Q, I'm gonna throw it back to you. What do you got? Oh man! All right, I'm trying to think. Like, should I keep it in the same vibe? Because I've got another. I mean, we've been in this vibe quite a bit today. So, well, the last one that I play is gonna is gonna change it up a bit. So, okay. let's let's stick in this pocket. So this is uh, another group that. You know, I so I I think it was just a Discover Weekly song, and the last thing that I suspected was that this was an album that came out in 1993. So this is a group called Medicine, which is a uh, quote noise pop band formed in Los Angeles in 1990 by guitarist slash keyboardist Brad Laner, uh, and this is interesting, dude. One of the other members of the group, her name's Annette Zelinskis, was a founding member of the Bengals. Ooh, okay. You know, walk like an Egyptian. But apparently she sure. was only, she was, she played bass and harmonica on one of their early EPs before the Bengals dropped their first album, but she left the group shortly after that. So she's considered a founding member, but you know, all the songs of the Bengals that you or probably you probably know of she's not in there but anyways i just thought that was interesting uh and this is a group that uh, pitchfork hailed as the closest thing to being an american answer to my bloody valentine didn't we say that last week um, or the week before i feel like about i think we said that about um that's exactly what dude so that's funny dude because the press has said that about like five or Ten probably different bands. Who was but, it? Um, was it? Uh, on, it was the swir- it was Swirlies. Swirlies. Okay, that was what the press said about Swirlies, and that's also what the press said. I think about about the uh, Drop Nineteen. So let's just say the press weren't very original. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, so which one really is the answer? Maybe, maybe these. Guys I don't the think these guys have that that sound at all. Uh, yeah. Well, here I'll, I'll quote this. I don't know where this is coming from. This is just my guess is that these different authors didn't realize that they were somebody else had said it about this other band and this other guy. They're all just racing to like crown a shoegaze king in America. You know. Well, what's funny is that was from a Pitchfork review from 2010. <laughs> So, anyways, um, yeah, it says here, Medicine's music managed to distinguish itself from some of the more ambiguous endeavors of the shoegaze movement. It's different, dude. Um, and I'm bringing a song from an album of the, from their second studio album from 93 called The Buried Life. This is the first track on the record. This song is called The Pink. Love it. 
Yeah. Uh, I could see I could see the My Bloody Valentine um, comparisons. Maybe, maybe not necessarily with the voice, but with the with the fuzz. You the know? feedback and the distortion. There's yeah. no glide guitar, but no, dude. That's and, right. and I listened to this whole album. There's none of that. <laughs> And I will say it gets yeah. a lot noisier on some of those tracks and a lot a little okay. bit more. I bet out you there. that's what it is as far as like the the um the comparisons, right? Cuz I mean that when you think of of Loveless, you just think of the wall of sound, right? The noise yeah. just hits just, just relentless smacks noise you in the face yeah. the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, dude. And you get that vibe from that track for sure. Right from the rip. Yeah, man. I I love that track. Really good. Cool. Great album. Um, they're still dropping stuff. They just released an album this year. It, uh, oh, really? Yeah, self-released. I haven't really listened to it yet, but maybe it'll make its way on our best of for this year. So, again, that was Medicine. The song was called The Pink. And this is your last track, Trav. Your last pick. What you got? This is a, a new track from a, a band that might sound familiar to, to some listeners if you've been listening long enough. Uh, we had an episode devoted to this subgenre. The best way to describe it is what is the name itself. It's called Doom Gaze. It's a combination of the elements that make it like a doom metal band and a shoegaze band. So it's like darker, slower, sludgier shoegaze, right? Yeah, that was a great episode, dude. I really enjoyed that one. Yeah, go back and listen to that one. Um, there was a real that was a really interesting episode because yeah, um, yeah. I mean, what an intriguing like blend, right? Of of, of two different genres. It works right? so well together. Yeah, it really does. Anyway, so this band is called Pincy Slow, or Slow Ape. Not sure how to pronounce it. Uh, but I played a track off of uh, their their 2019 record. Don't believe. Watch out. Um, and yeah, they're getting ready to release their next full-length record uh, coming out in August called Neglect. But they've got a couple of singles that they put out so far. So we're going to listen to one of them. And I will say, I think when you think of doom metal, then you think of shoegaze, and I play this song for you, you're not going to really be able to see it, I don't think. Uh, so I think their sound has maybe evolved a little bit. But I think what it probably why they got classified under doom gaze is because they will kind of explore like these darker guitar sounds every once in a while. And apparently from what I'm reading on like the press release and stuff, like that does come back on this record, but it sounds like they're kind of moving more in a, more of like a dream poppy direction. You don't got, who, who cares, right? It's good. <laughs> All you got to know is it's, re, it's really good. Yeah. So anyway, this song is called smile to zero. Yeah. 
fantastic. Yeah, great. I have a feeling this will be making an, a, an appearance on our year-end um, best of because, like this, you know, this record is going to be great. Like, there's no doubt about it. Um, comes out in August. And you're right; they're they're leaning towards the the more uh, like 2010s dream pop, and yeah, you know where it's heading to nowadays. Yeah. Really, it's you know totally. They even classify this record, or at least the band, in this press release as a dream gaze band. So Here you know, <laughs> in case. Maybe that's the best way to describe it, dude. That way we're yeah, not just having to like, them. dream pop. It's just like shoegaze. There we go. It's like this is dream gaze, dream gaze. Yeah, love it. Anyway, um, yeah, so this is a Parisian dream gaze band. Kind of cool. Can I just say I'm not a fan uh, of these these covers, man? It's giving me these weird like Aphex Twin vibes. Yeah, you know, well, that creepy smiley face yes. thing. It is true. I don't like the, it. The, the cover art for these two singles are kind of kind of. Um, unsettling looking but there's a reason for it uh they look like that's actually the 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 singer the lead singer that's her face um they you know if you look these up go to spotify or go to their band camp and look at the two album arts for these two singles and it looks like kind of like this fragmented mirror image almost like of of her face yeah you know or like you know there's these different angles like cut up and sort of formed and to make like a, a a picture right the, the theme of this record is like exploring identity. Like, who am I? So the record being, a, you know, these pictures of her, these kind of distorted pictures of the lead singer kind of makes sense, right? When you think about the record being about, you know, exploring your identity, right? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, gotcha. so I'm pumped and stoked about this record. Comes out in a couple of months, comes out in August. So maybe they'll put out another single. Um, leading up to it but anyway again that band was called pincy slowy that song was called smile to zero all right q how are you gonna how are you gonna end things here how are you gonna close us out all right man this is gonna be a bit different something i heard on kexp yesterday shout out to them as always one of my favorite uh public radio stations um up here in seattle Pretty consistently for a while, you would bring at least one track for, to every what you heard. Yep. Uh, from KEXP. They're so. always playing good tunes, dude. Uh, so this is a group called The Stranglers. Have you heard of them? That rings a bell. So I'm just going to read this straight from Spotify. It says, Although they rose to fame during the initial explosion of UK punk, The Stranglers always stood apart from the other bands from the class of 1977. They had been together before punk became, quote, the next big thing, and while they had a great talent for being suitably rude and transgressive, their music didn't sound or feel much like the fast, loud, guitar-based fury of The Damned, The Sex Pistols, or The Clash. I'm just going to leave it at that, dude. Um, and I'm going to bring a track. Uh, this is the song that I heard yesterday on KEXP from an album of theirs called Black and White that came out in 78. This song is called Walk On By. If you see me walking down the streets and I start to cry, 
enough organ solos in rock music <laughs> i was immediately reminded of the doors yeah me too know? um and man that was because that's what i think of right but yeah what a blazing solo holy dude moly like, it just kept going dude i forgot it, it went on yeah. for that long <laughs> so i confess i wasn't listening to you when you talked about this band before you played and i i thought when i first heard it oh cool it's like a, a 2000s era garage rock <laughs> no but that's what's that's exactly what the two thousands era garage rock bands were doing. We're paying homage to these bands, right? Right, the punk rock uh, bands of the seventies. Band, right? 
and eighties. Yeah, now yeah, going back to even like the sixties with like the animals and stuff. But like yeah, I mean the hives, right? Right. And, like Franz Ferdinand and all that they were totally going back to this sound, right? But yeah, yeah. that's that's a great it came out in seventy eight, right? Seventy eight, yeah. Yeah, yeah man. what a cool I, what a cool track. I love the harmonizing, like the very like sixties vibes you know with those harmonies yeah. and the you know it's kind of like a, a breakup love song uh just great dude it kind of reminded me of um you remember the soft boys yeah uh uh-huh. can of bees was the album that i i brought as like a little sidetrack yep. way back in the day that uh neo psychedelia kind of stuff came out i think mm-hmm. around the same time yeah like a other side of the of the punk coin from that era good stuff yeah, that's a good way to end it. Yeah, dude. With a, a little tasty organ solo. So that's it. Yeah, man. That is it, dude. That is this month's What You Heard. Well, uh, Q, the listeners have spoken. One listener has spoken. The listener has spoken. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ezra, who we talked about a couple of weeks ago, I think, a couple episodes back, reached out to us on Instagram and said, hell yes, make t-shirts. He may not have used those words exactly, but we have one vote for some t-shirts, which means I'm making t-shirts. Okay. Right. Even dude, if, if Ezra's the only one that wants him, he's getting a t-shirt. Yeah. We'll make it happen. And that's totally fine. That's totally fine. But yeah, so stay tuned for that. Maybe we'll throw some t-shirts up on the Instagram. We'll have to put up some sort of like. Like a vote for your favorite design. Oh, maybe, maybe that's a good idea. Well, uh, crowdsource it a little bit. Yeah. And I would still like to know if there's an appetite for it. So do what Ezra did. Hey, man. There's an appetite for at least one, and that's all I need to know. Well, I would like to know if more people are interested, dude. So true. <laughs> reach out to us on Instagram. Uh, our handle is nofillerpodcast, or email us at nofillerpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know if you want a t shirt with our logo on it. I I think this logo lends itself for a dope t-shirt. So let us know if you'd rock one for us. Support the show with some merch. But, uh, you know, I could come up with a couple of couple of designs, a couple of uh, iterations, you know. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, like I said, maybe we'll throw it up for a vote. All right. Well, um, like he just said, you can follow us on Instagram. Uh, reach out to us there. That's how, uh, you know, that's the best way to get in touch with us. You know, give us a, a suggestion for uh, an artist that you want to hear us talk about uh, or just a song you've been listening to lately and, you know, you want us to check it out. Maybe we'll throw it on our next What You Heard episode. And, of course, you can find us on the Pantheon Podcast Network. That is the home of many, many great music-centric podcasts, including ours. Uh, and you can check them out over at pantheonpodcast.com or find the pantheon feed anywhere you get your podcasts including however you're listening to us now uh you can pull up the full feed for the for the network and that includes you know you'll get our episode once a week and then you'll get all the other shows episodes in the same feed so check that out again that's pantheonpodcast.com and yeah that's it so q what do you got for our outro all right man so i've been sitting on this shout out for a while because it got buried behind a bunch of other messages on Instagram, and it was just out of sight, out of mind. But back in late April, Kenneth Fugati 
reached out to us and said, hey, twins, check out Nalufer Yanya and her album Painless, if you haven't already. Curious, curious your thoughts on this LP. Uh, and he says, weekly listener, and thanks for giving heads up to a wide range of music. Well, thank you, Kenneth, for being a weekly listener. That means a lot to us. And uh, my God, dude, this album, again, is called Painless by, and I'm sure I'm butchering the name, Nilufer y- Yanya. Came out this year. I mean, this is a top album, dude, of the year. Easily. Have you listened to it yet, Trev? No, I don't think I have. It's it's something else, dude. Um, I know I'm going to be bringing another one of these songs to my best of uh, for the year, but I'm going to play Kenneth's favorite song. He says it's hard to pick one, but uh, his favorite track on the record is called Midnight Sun. So he says, here's such a cool title and gives me floating vibes. Dude, we talk about floating all the time. All the time, the dude. He says, I remember you and Travis discussing the current state of music. I have to agree, it's solid. It's not rehash, as some would say, but enhanced. Continue the good vibes. Yeah, yeah that's a good that's a good way to describe yeah. it. Thank you again, Ken, for reaching out to us. And yeah, that's that's how we're gonna wrap this one up with Midnight Sun from Nilufer Yanya. And until next week, thank you as always for listening. My name's Trav <laughs> My name's Quentin. My name is Travis. Yeah, take care.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 